with your palate cruisers. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture podcast. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the notorious R.E.N. What's going on, my man? What it do? Episode 10, let's go. Oh, episode 10, season yeah. two. Yeah. So this is, yeah, the second season, episode 10. If you've been listening, you are, what do they call the people that listen on radio all the time? You're, you're uh, something one. What do they call them? So like when you're like an ultimate oh, fan. Oh, uh, yeah, like the, the the regular texter. Yeah, there's a, it's something one, isn't it? Something like FF's one? No, I don't know. I remember. We'll remember someday, and then we'll be like, you guys are that. But for now, you're just audio nuts, and you're listening to the most best podcast ever, if I could learn how to say English words in the right, correct order. English is hard, man. It is hard. Like I start off and I think I'm prepared. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Ugh. you know what? I think my problem is, is I moved locations. So I'm moving on up in the world. I dragged out myself out of the garage and I'm up inside of a room now, an actual bedroom upstairs. Nice. So hopefully this will help also with some of the exterior noises and whatnot. Are you going to uh, change your lighting? My lighting? Yeah. Looks a little yellow. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could. I have like this cool ring light thing. So you see it right there in my glasses. But yeah, so um, yeah, the lighting is different in here. So I had to figure it out. Yeah. You're almost my tone now. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just sick. What is it when little babies are yellow? They like, uh, gosh, forget what that is. Yellow fever. Yeah. So maybe I've just, maybe I've, Maybe I'm just yellow and it's not the lighting at all. But so yeah, what's um, going on? Everything's been, everything's good. I mean, we got done with the wildfires. Yeah, we're uh, over the fires. No more smoke. Yeah, we could finally breathe because of the rain. Uh, it's, there's still COVID, so we're still staying home, trying to be safe, keeping social distance. Yeah, and, you know, it's like the uh, the golden age of podcasts. So if yeah. you were into podcasts or thought about dipping your toes in podcasts, there are so many podcasts. So if you don't yeah. like our podcast, try someone else's. Yeah. Next. Um, I have this idea where it'd be cool if like we like uh, we do our podcast, we could stream it live. Ooh. So we could have like, you know, our audience chime in while we're, like, we're talking and we could like interact with them. Right, you know, run some like polls. Yeah. yeah, that'd be kind of cool. They'd be like, you guys are idiots. Worst opinions I've ever heard. Well, that's the whole point of the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we, well, it was the audio knots that we're not good at audio, but we're getting a yeah. little bit better at audio. Yeah. So we'll have to call ourselves the lighting knots because we're not good at lighting. Yeah. Well, I see you got a new, new mic. No, new, yeah. what is a that? new microphone. It's a windsock or something. I think yeah. that's what they call it pop filter so this microphone has an internal pop filter but i thought just to be extra safe maybe it'd make me sound even better or i could just pretend to talk like this the entire time well it makes you look uh more profesh yeah this is my howard stern microphone now so welcome in everybody to a almost howard stern type episode i need to find a way to get rid of this bar right here 
I think it's because it's in front of you. That's what I was saying too. I want to eventually get rid of the, because those who watch us on YouTube will see that we use a virtual backgrounds rather than the actual backdrops. But now that I'm up in this bedroom, I might just decorate the bedroom to look really cool. And then you, like you won't have to worry so much about disappearing into your virtual background yeah. like tends to happen. So when you uh, figure out your bedroom, take a photo for me too. So I'll use it as my virtual background. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're totally hanging out. They're in yeah, the same place. Same room. Yeah. yeah, same room. Well, I was telling Kid Danger that uh, I had this idea. I said, so Visualante is like the parent company. Visualante is where you guys should all be going to get your hot, hot graphic design. Audionauts is like the little baby sister company where we you know, do our podcasting foolishness. Well, because he's become kind of a PC game, game, gamer guy. Yeah. I told him you should we together we could create our own like streaming game thing. We'll set it up in this room because we have this extra bonus room now. Um, we'll put his computer on one side of the desk. We'll put the uh, the podcasting gear on the other side, and then he can play the games, and and I can sit there and just comment on it like the idiot that I am, not knowing what's happening. And so it'd be Kid Danger and Eric Oldboy, and I, I have an idea because I was thinking the names that we use are all kind of similar in the way we put them together. So visual anti, we, we took a, a word and then we incorporated what it is into it. So instead of vigilante, you have vigilante. Yeah. Instead of astronaut, you have audio not. Right. And so I thought, well, what could we do that has the word game or gamer in it? And it was really hard. I've been thinking and the best I've been able to come up with so far is the navy gamers. It's like a navigator, but with the word game. So navy gamers, like navy gamers starring Eric old boy and kid danger, right. or whatever he wants to call himself, you know, and then he can sit there and talk to us about whatever it is he's playing. I'll just be like confused the whole time. You could do your silly voices. Yeah, like I can do impressions of voices if I'm listening to the voices somewhere else. So right. we did that before where I would pretend to be like it and other things when he was playing his like Fortnite. And it can work if I can hear it at the same time. Now, if I'm just trying to like come up with it on my own, can't do it. Well, for me, um, I usually use my headset. But um, yeah. when I get lazy, I have a uh, camera that's connected to my PS4. Yeah. And that's used as a... Uh, a mic so i could i could talk through it without having an actual mic it's, oh yeah, yeah yeah the camera is my mic you know yeah and so i could just talk to the tv normally and i, I hear everything too nice so maybe I wonder, that, yeah if, if he could we could both broadcast at the same time with him just using his gaming mic yeah so i don't know i, don't know. I know it's just a thought these are the kind you, of thoughts i have do you remember how we uh got the name visual anti how we came across it how we came up with it i feel like i don't remember exactly do you remember but I, I thought it was like one of us just randomly said it and we're like dude let's make a company because that's such a cool idea yeah. remember i was like uh, uh i was like you know sometimes when i design a home i like to put on my captain american mask and that uh, <laughs> design <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, like, now it's like, yeah, like a visual anti. And then it's kind of like, oh, there it is. And there then, it boom, is. That it was the birth. Yeah. It was, such, it was American's ass, man. It's because they had such a good name. Such a good name. Visual anti is a fantastic name. Audio knots, I think, is a fantastic name, too. Yeah. When I tell people that we do a podcast outside of, you know, in the real world, they're always like, wow, really? And then I show them some of the stuff. I'm like, damn, you guys are legit. So I was showing oh. some people last night. 
I'm like, look, yeah, I do a podcast. It's, and I was showing them my gear and the logo and all the stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. You yeah. guys aren't messing around. What what am I? Am I the the side host? No. We're co-host. Co-host? Yeah, we're co-hosts. Oh, Each okay. one of us, we're equal hosts. So I think the way the format to me is I, I rattle off the story and you comment on it. So like if we were in sports, you would be the color commentator. Right. So the one guy's calling the plays, another guy's like commenting on what's happening. Nice. And so I, I, I picked so everybody knows how the sausage is made. I basically come up with the stories and then I bring them on my little iPad and then uh, Ren comments on them during the show. And we go back and forth and then he does all the, the labor afterwards. So once it's done, he goes back in, he does all the editing, he adds in all the sound effects and the music and then uploads it. So it's uh, it's pretty fair duty. Yeah. My bad on that um, weird pause on the, on the last episode. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who was listening to the last episode and was questioning why, why there was a five minute pause before the break. It was an accident. Yeah, that was my bad. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> These things happen. So uh, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? Oh, right now, I am like solely dedicated to uh, the Clone Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. What season are you in? I'm starting up on season two, so I got a long okay, way. So you're, yeah, yeah you're, just, you're just getting going. But I feel like by season two, you start to actually enjoy it. Season one, it, it takes at least it took me a while to really get into it because i hadn't watched a lot of uh cartoons like that yeah i think some of some of the episodes so far it's like man it's actually really good like the 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 fighting is really good and you you i was surprised how much like death that you see you know like count duke who's like (laughs) oh shit well when it was all said and done honestly the clone wars was the best star wars story that i had seen put to um, media since the OG Star Wars. It was, it's much better. The Clone Wars TV series, it's a cartoon, I know that, is better than any of the new movies, except for maybe The Force Awakens, maybe. But The Clone Wars is just so well done that you shouldn't feel bad as an adult man or adult woman watching this cartoon because it's just really well done. Well, you know, I don't feel bad at all because I watch a lot of anime and <laughs> so... What's your speed, but like yeah, if normal. someone like normally like, oh, I can't watch a cartoon. They, I don't think they should feel bad about it. Yeah, there's no shame in that. No, no shame at all. Well, I'm mainly watching that, and then yeah. I'm watching like other shows here and there, just to, you know, keep it going, get my um my knowledge and stuff going. Good, good. For example, let's jump to Netflix. Oh, okay. So wait, 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 wait. This is the healthy stream. All cool. right, tell tell us what you've been watching on Netflix. So I finished uh, Cobra Kai. Okay, let's hear. So this is like here. I'm gonna tell you one thing I've heard offline from a few of our fans. The one criticism I've heard about our show is they say you and Ren agree too on too many things. You guys like the same stuff, and it's true. We have very similar taste, and I think a lot of people when they listen to these kind of shows, they kind of enjoy hearing the back and forth. You know, because yeah, maybe yeah. they don't agree with me or they don't agree with you. But we always like, yeah, I like it. I'm like, I give it a six. And you're like, I give it a six. You know, it's always kind of the same. But here we go. Because offline, I know you told me that you had a very different opinion yeah. of Cobra Kai than I did. So let's, let's do this. Let's disagree. Yeah, because uh, you said season one was eight. Yes. And then season two went to four. Correct. And then for me, it, it went down a little bit. But it stayed at a steady seven. 
<laughs> so that's that's much yeah. better because so like I guess my feeling in my my opinion was that uh, season two focused so much on the kids and one of the kids specifically uh, Karate Kid's daughter is such a terrible actress yeah. that the whole thing felt like a Nickelodeon show. But yeah. you said you didn't really get that vibe. Well, I think probably because uh, you complained so much about it, I was kind of aware of it. So I just oh. kind of like, I just kind of like let it go. And I already knew that I didn't like her right. as a character and an actress. <laughs> her and freaking uh, Robbie. God, they're the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. so many. Like, I feel like uh, Diego or whatever his name is. Miguel? Is right? Miguel. That yeah. kid, he's the best actor by far yeah. of all of them. Like, yeah. even of the adults, he's the best actor. He's, like, the one when it's all said and done, should, like, get, like, into movies or something. Yeah. Um, and I, then I think the second best actor on the show is Johnny himself. I think somehow he's a better actor than the Karate Kid because Ralph Macho. He just plays a very blasé yeah. character. Yeah. But the rest of the kids all kind of suck and are over the top and they're not great actors. You think it's because uh, when it first came out, it was on YouTube. So they just kind of like got a bunch of like no-namers. And, yeah, um, probably, probably didn't have very much budget. Yeah. But they I knew that the title would carry them. But I didn't really mind. The only thing was like it's very, uh, got a little teeny bopper, like teenage yeah. high school drama. Right. Uh, There's a lot of then, that. That's, that was my problem. But then uh, the last battle royal was freaking dope, dude. <laughs> see, see, that was, <laughs> pushed me over the edge. So that, that was a big difference, too. You seem like you really like yeah. the all out high school butt kicking battle royale. Yeah, that was like the best scene. <laughs> and I started, I swear to you, because that, that particular fight lasted for a good 10 minutes of the show of them just kicking the crap out of each other into lockers and whatnot. Yeah. I started laughing out loud. I was like eating my salad. And I just started, I, could, I had like uncontrollable laughter. And that scene's not meant to be funny. And then the very last scene where uh, what's his face gets real hurt. Dude, I, I was laughing my ass off at that point. I'm like, supposed this is to feel bad. Scene. You're supposed to. Exactly. You're supposed to feel bad. You're supposed to be like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. But instead I was like cracking up. I thought that, you know, throughout the, the series, um, the fighting was a little uh, choreographed. Yeah. And then towards the, this battle, man, the fighting was actually, like, legit. Like, they're, like, going <laughs> fast and stuff like that. Throwing, like, like cool uh, cool stunts. Like, it, reminds yes. me, it reminds me of, like, you know, uh, uh, John Wick or Atomic, Atomic Blonde. You know those scenes. Oh, where, get out of here. You can't compare. <laughs> no, like, no, you like, cannot like, compare like, the Karate Kid to John Wick. Like, <laughs> Like the style, like you know how it's like it's it's like slow but fast, you know. Yeah. So in in like reality, it's just like slow punches, but when it's post, they yeah. make it pa- they make it fast and hard. And I'm like, oh yeah, shit! They speed it up. Yeah, that's cool. I dig it. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess I I just I was I thought the whole thing was hokey, but I think people are in agreement with you because I did see that not only are they currently making season three. They've already green lit season four. Oh, let's go. Yeah. So if you're into Karate Kid or Cobra Kai, um, it's not going anywhere for a while. And I imagine you'll get at least 20 more episodes. Cobra Kai for life. But uh, here's some spoilers. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert. My my theory going in okay. for okay. Next, next two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons. Um, could we now know that the teacher is like the, the main Bad He's the villain. Yeah, yeah. Crease. John yeah. Crease. And he took a bunch of uh, Johnny's students. Mm-hmm. The dicks. Then, 
Yeah. Probably a Hawk, right? Hawk is yeah. finally going full batty. Yeah. Hawk's probably the leader. Yeah. And then you got Miguel that's hurt. So we're not sure if he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll make a comeback. So you think, let's comeback. call that right now. You're saying that Miguel is going to recover from his injury. And yeah. I'm saying that Miguel is going to go full Friday Night Lights and be wheelchair bound for the rest of the time. And that's going to be part of his story that he can't compete. And so now he has to like encourage people from the chair. Throughout the whole season until season four? <laughs> until forever. Just until then. Oh, okay. And that, I, that's why I, you know, the show is so, so corny. It's getting cornier and cornier. One of, one of them might pick him up and just start whipping him around and hitting him with his dead legs. Or he just recover. Like, oh, nothing happened. That was just my back. We're good, dude. In real life, you don't recover from that injury. <laughs> but then, but then, like, if you, if you don't have Miguel, who's gonna be the main protagonist? You know, is it gonna be? Well, I'm not saying that Miguel's still not in it. I think that, like I, I think I mentioned last episode, is I don't think the show's specifically about karate, right? So karate's um, what draws you in because it's Cobra Kai, but it's really yeah. about these people's journeys and their emotions. And I think that Miguel can still be the main protagonist and not run around karate fighting everybody. Cause now he's got a whole nother thing that he has to deal with. Right. He has to still has all these kids, his girlfriend who used to be his girlfriend, his new girlfriend that hates his old girlfriend, all that drama. Plus he will still be involved maybe as a teacher and a coach. But now he's got this this injury, this new lifestyle he has to adapt to. And I think that's the way they're going to go. But maybe I'm wrong. If he just like, I swear to God, if we tune in to episode, season three, episode one, and homie's just rolling around like nothing yeah. happened, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm done with this. That's what I want to, that's what I want to go. <laughs> but uh, I think that once we establish, you know, that the two sides, I, yeah. I think Johnny and... Um, Daniel, yeah. they're gonna be like, you know what? We're gonna it's come together. Belief. We're gonna come together like Batman Superman, because you know, Lex Luthor's over there, you know, killing everybody. So that I agree with. I think you're 100 percent right on that. I think that will happen because I feel like they've been like teasing that. Like it's almost, you know, what this reminds me of. Uh, every time there's a really good sitcom, you have the the male and the female, and you have the will they or won't they? Are they gonna kiss? You know, Sam and Diane, Ross and Rachel. Yeah, Johnny and Daniel. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the, they like you see as the season's progressing, they get together like, oh, they're gonna, they're finally gonna be friends and squash the beef. Then nope, something bad happens, yeah. and then, like they give them this. This is gonna be a big break for them, right? And they're gonna have to slowly build their way back together to deal with John Crease. Yeah, plus, uh, you know, Johnny's way of, of fighting is always like attack first. Yeah, so attack, strike attack, hard, attack, strike yeah. first. And then Daniel was like, no nah, man, mercy. defense. Where about defense? And so for, for them to be, to, uh, be uh, increased, they need to combine attack and defense together yes. as one, as a full like karate. And then, yeah, uh, and then what's going to happen is Miguel will be the side coach and that other nerdy kid is going to kick the shit out of Hawk. Yeah, I want the little like Asian nerdy kid. Well, that kid went ham. Who's like, yeah. It was awesome. It was like the funniest fight scene. The two it was like, so dumb. It was so the dumb. nerdy Asian kid versus the nerdy white kid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was done because it, it showed them fighting. Yeah. It comes back to them again. It was like, oh shit. Like we haven't had enough of them. And then the, the one adult just randomly running around, kind of helping the his oh, side yeah. out. Like, Stingray. Oh, Stingray. I'm Stingray. I, I think one. One factor that helped me out is I play a lot of battle royale games. So I'm used yeah. to like a lot, I'm used to a lot of rumble. 
Right. <laughs> it's Norm. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there yeah, you go. Uh, I dig so it. Season one, solid eight for me. Season two, solid four. Season one, solid eight for you. Season two, solid seven. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't drop off for end. So yeah, there you go. The audio nuts out there should let us know whose opinion they think is closer to what this show is. No, it's yeah. So uh, also on Netflix, I have a review. I'm not sure if you actually watched the show or not, but we talked about it. There's a movie starring uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Eleven herself, called Enola Holmes. Did you ever see that movie? No. Um, my wife watched it without me. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm and? like, uh, I didn't watch it. Did she she, she like watched. It? She said it was cute. Yeah. So since so, she already watched it, I'm just like, oh, I'm good. You're good. No. So I, I can recommend it. I mean, I liked it. it um, I thought the acting was really good. Um, I saw one reviewer didn't like the fact that Millie Bobby Brown looks and talks into the camera every once in a while. Like she's running around and she talks to the audience as part of the gimmick of the show. But I thought it was cute. It was a little long for that kind of movie. It was over two hours, I think. Damn. And I thought this show, honestly, I think it would have worked better if they'd broken it up into a series and made it like a, a eight part series or something. It probably been really enjoyable, but overall, I'd recommend it. Just know going in that the third act, uh, when it should be ramping up, I felt was a little draggy. So mm-hmm. I, act one, I thought it was a great setup. I really enjoy all the actors. The actors were fantastic. I think this proved that Millie Bobby Brown can actually act and not just walk around being eleven. Right. Um, of course, it had you know Superman in it, Harry Cavell, or Henry Cavell. And then it had, uh, what's her face, uh, Helen Boham, Boham Carter, whatever her name is, which is, I always liked her. And even the other uh, actors who I didn't recognize name-wise, I thought were all pretty good. His brother? Yeah, I thought his brother was a good actor. I name? thought her love interest was a good actor. I thought even the kind of smaller side characters were all really decent actors. I think her brother's his brother's name, but uh, he's a dude from uh, Hunger Games. right? Was it Enoch? Yeah. yeah, he played Finnick in the Hunger Games. Series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he he did a good job too. So um, and I've heard that the movie has been fairly successful for Netflix, and they may do a sequel. So, mm. if you want a cute little movie that you can watch with your friends and fam, this would be it. Well, no, I think they could, even though this story finished, you know, she's basically a baby Sherlock Holmes. So there's yeah. the sky's the limit to the kind of stories you could do. Oh, do you know what? It'd be a a good meme if. Um, you that that Spider Man pointing me, yeah. You do that with uh, Tony Stark, oh. yeah. Tony Stark and uh, uh, The Witcher, like Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes. Because remember, Robert Downey Jr. is yeah. trying to start his own like Sherlock Holmes universe. Yeah, and I think you know I've never really watched those movies, but I heard they're not bad. They made a few yeah. of them. Yeah, not as bad as Doctor Doolittle. Oh yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that movie is freaking terrible. So overall on Netflix also, so Netflix we've mentioned like a million times is at the very least, they provide a lot of content while not all of it's great. They give us a lot and they're always signing deals. So Netflix has just sealed the deal on a new Conan movie. Yeah. Conan properties international to move forward with a new Conan series. It has no official title or creative team attached just yet. Aside from executive producers, Frederick Malberg and Mark Wheeler. Uh, the deadline story that I was reading notes that the deal will allow Netflix to option to develop works across TV and film 
both live action and animated. So that sounds similar to what they've done with um, uh, The Witcher. And wait, wasn't uh, what was that one where they had the stacks in the head? Didn't they have a cartoon? Oh yeah, to them? Altered yeah. Carbon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Altered Carbon. So it seems like Netflix is doing something not the other streamers aren't doing, where they're taking these properties and they're doing both live action and animated. And sometimes the animated ones actually better. Like Ultra Carbon animated movie was better than uh, season two. Yeah, you said that. And yeah. yeah, I think it's awesome. That's why I'm stoked for the Witcher cartoon. I'm like, bring it out, yeah. let's go. But uh, yeah, I had I was thinking I haven't seen the OG Conan o- Conan. I almost said Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Conan movie Conan the Barbarian uh, since shoot man. I bet you I was like six. I probably shouldn't have been watching it because you know all the violence, but. Uh, I would love to see it again. I, I had to find out where it's streaming and see if it holds up. Because I remember that was back before Arnold had really lost his real heavy accent. He was hard to understand. Uh, I think I watched it during like my college years. Yeah. And I remember I was I still enjoyed it. Like yeah. I mean, and it's I was, a classic. Yeah, because and I was really mad because um, there's supposed to be a third one. It never happened. I was like, gosh darn it. They should have made it their yeah, well, they had, Did you watch Red Sonia? That was like a Conan Barbarian yeah. side movie. So, and then, um, and then who was the other one? The one that he he also did too. That's similar to it. Is it Red Sonia? Like Conan the Destroyer or something? Well, it was Conan the Barbarian, then Conan the Destroyer as yeah. part two, right? And then, and then part three could have been Conan the Conqueror. Oh, nice. And they've talked forever about bringing it back with him being like this older, like wise, you know, gray bearded type Conan. And I'm curious yeah. to see if they'll do anything like that. Or if like, we're just getting a brand spanking new buff bro rolling out as Conan. I know. Who would you cast though? I'd go, I'd go some no name, maybe a wrestler. Usually the thing about the wrestlers is they, um, they have, even though they don't really act, they have that kind of experience of pretending. And so that's why I think The Rock was a hit. Whereas, you know, some of the other ones have been less of hits. Oh, John yeah. Cena. Wait. The Rock was. No, he was Hercules, he right? Was he... No, you know who was Conan was uh, Aquaman. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. So, I mean, they could bring him back. I never even saw that movie because it looks so shitty. I never. Oh, it was bad. It's because like after Game of Thrones, he uh, got very popular, right? Being, uh, Cal Drogo, and they cast him. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big dude. So I mean, he looks the part, but that movie did not look good. Look like the special effects were pretty lame. Yeah, I don't know who they cast. I don't know who I would cast. Yeah, um, yeah, it'd have to be prior. I don't watch uh, WWE, but I would imagine any one of those dudes could probably play the part. If it's John Cena, I'm gonna quit that show already. Well, at least John Cena we know is busy on HBO, so yeah. uh, doing his other show. So hopefully it won't be John Cena because that would be terrible. He'd be a terrible Conan. Oh, speaking of uh, Netflix, I finished that sneakerhead show. Yeah, and I really like it. It's very it's enjoyable. Good. Yeah, it was a good show. I, I agree. I really liked it too. The only problem I had with it, and I, I think I gave it like a, a seven or something when I originally reviewed it. But the only issue I had with it is it needs to figure out its tone because it's kind of a funny show. And then all of a sudden it has these like crazy, like hysterical type moments. And so um, I don't like those as much when they get like kind of real wackadoo. Right. Like when Jason Statham rescues them from a Chinese prison. Yeah. It's so out there. So out of the, yeah, out of nowhere. 
and Mark Wahlberg wasn't even Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, when they had Mark Wahlberg, who was played by Mark Wahlberg, but not the Mark Wahlberg you're thinking, but he was playing the Mark Wahlberg that you're supposed to be thinking about. You know, yeah. wrap your mind around that. Yeah. Would yeah. you give that? Would you give it the whole season? Uh, uh, like eight for me. I enjoyed it. Oh, nice. I had a bunch of like one-liners that cracked me up. Yeah, and yeah. the dude, like I told you, is the new uh, Chris Tucker, huh? Yeah, dude, he's freaking funny, man. So well, good. The thing is, he's like that in every show that he's in. So, That's but probably this, just who he is. Yeah, but this one, it like expanded on him, you know, like he talks a lot. Yeah. He's always like talking to the camera and like always pers- persuading him to do things. Yeah, he, I mean, he's the instigator. Yeah. And he makes the whole plot, like he's the most critical character. So even though he's not the main character, He's the most critical character because he sits there and he convinces this guy to continually do the wrong thing. Yeah. And that moves the plot forward and yeah. keeps the story going. And surprisingly, everybody in that show was very good at acting. <laughs> yeah, no, all good actors. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. They gave us all yeah. the eight. So yeah, everybody watch uh Sneakerheads. It's good. We liked it. I saw there's a new thing coming out on it's I think it's a uh, I think it's a movie coming out on Netflix. Actually, it's out now. It's already out called vampires versus the bronx oh yeah yeah and so i watched the trailer for this and i think part of it is it's a really an allegory for like gentrification and the vampires represent the people gentrifying the um the neighborhoods you know like that's happening to these urban neighborhoods yeah i think that's really what the show is about even though they're vampires it's kind of like uh that will smith one the What's it called again? The, the one movie? Oh, Bright. Bright, yeah, right. Are you talking? Are you talking about Bright or the other Will Smith movie? Bright, where where like the elves were like the high class. Oh yes, and, yeah, yeah, that's Bright. Uh, yeah, yeah, and like the goblins were like the low class. Certainly. Yeah, to- totally. It, um, yeah, so I don't know that I'm ever gonna watch Vampires versus the Bronx. I like the title though. So anybody out there looking for a, a Halloween movie? I mean, there it is. That's on Netflix. It's ready to go. Is it Adam Sandler movie out yet? I I think it's this weekend. I think Adam uh, Hubie Halloween. Yeah, I believe comes out this weekend. So um, yeah, everybody should jump on that. I'm definitely gonna watch it because I'm I'm really hoping that it's a Waterboy style movie and funny, yeah. not stupid as hell. You know, at our our real workplace. Yeah, I, um, the newsletter thingy. I suggested that they have a category of suggested Halloween movies. You know, oh, because because of Hubie that that movie. Yeah, but I'm not sure if they did or not. <laughs> I think that'd be a good idea. That's a great idea. Like, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Speaking of kind of like scary stuff, Netflix is also developing uh, Neil Gaiman's Sand bo- Sandman comic book into a series. I don't know if you've ever read that. So Sandman was part of the DC spinoff. They're like their indie style comics. And it deals with, um, it deals with like, I think he's called the dream something. It's like a dream guy versus like a awake guy character. It's like supposed to be really trippy. Oh, Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Well, Neil Gaiman is like my wife's favorite author. So. Oh, she's going to be excited then. Yeah. So Anything Neil Gaiman on it, she's going to watch it or read it. Yeah, I bet you it's good. He's a really good writer. Yeah. So I, I'm betting that one's going to be really good. I'm pretty excited about it myself. And then the last thing I had for Netflix, and actually I thought it came out this Halloween, but I guess it doesn't come out until next Halloween. So you have to wait to 2021 Spooktober to see it, 
is Oktoberfest beer and blood. <laughs> so, so I read about this and the concept is crazy. It's written it's written by the um the guy that made Dark and um you know the movie the, TV, the movie or excuse me the TV show Dark on Netflix yeah. that's like a German import. Yeah. This is also a German import, so you'll have to I think that's why it's not coming out till next year cuz it just debuted in Germany. I think they need to do all the dubs. So the only way you'd be able to watch it right now is subbed. But it looks so good. It like like the even because I watched the trailer in German with the subtitles. And the concept is this guy decides to go against the breweries who are like controlling this whole town and do his own Oktoberfest with his own beer and everything. And everybody's super into it, but the breweries are trying to sabotage him. But something's happening where he's like putting like blood in the beer and everybody's getting addicted to it. And the blood's like turning people into like monsters or something. But it's not a joke at all. It's like very like serious, like cool and hip. And it's got like this hip soundtrack and it looks really good. Nice. Did you ever finish a dark? No, I, I watched season yeah. one and there was just enough time between one and season two that I was concerned I'd have to rewatch season one to understand what was going on. Yeah. So like what I've seen, Dark was pretty good. So the way you explained that new one sounds pretty cool too. Yeah, it looks cool. So I would recommend if you jump on like you, the YouTubes or something, you could probably watch the trailer. It is in German, but uh, they have subtitles. And I just like the vibe that it gave off. It was. It looks like it's really well filmed. The cinematography is good. The acting is hard to tell because they're all speaking German, but the acting seemed good. <laughs> you just gotta intense. get over get over that one inch barrier, man. Yeah, if you can get past the subtitles. But I'm assuming the reason it's taking all years because they're they're dubbing it. I don't know why. Otherwise, they just release it. Yeah, for me, when I was watching Dark, for example, yeah, if if you watch it dub, don't use subtitles. You know, sometimes you watch English shows, you, you put in subtitles so you can like oh, understand right. yeah. better. You know, I, I know yeah, people yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes too. But uh, last time when I was watching uh, Dark, the the dub was different from the sub. What? That's yeah, weird. So what they will say is different from what they were, was writing on the screen. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, it'll be the same. It'll be the same, but then um, different wording. Yeah, almost like the sub was a literal translation and then they let the voice actor give the gist of what they were saying yeah, yeah. so it made more sense maybe it's like how are you i'm well but it writes i'm good yeah <laughs> stuff like that weird yeah, yeah and enough to where it throws you off like gosh damn it dude yeah because your brain's trying to read it and you're hearing something different yeah so you gotta go either or not both um over on amazon prime i want to give my review on utopia because i told everybody last time how i've been watching it how I liked it. Um, this show is fantastic. I really, really like it. Wait, did you tell? Them? Was that off air? I thought that I mentioned that I'd started it. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I think I, I did. If I didn't, it, sometimes it's hard to remember because here's the thing about it. We talk about all this stuff on air, off air all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but Utopia, if you haven't, if you didn't miss last episode or if I just dreamt that I said it on on air, uh, Utopia is a show on Amazon Prime, and it runs for about 10 episodes, no, eight episodes. They're hour-long episodes, so you get eight hours of it. And the basic concept is there's this comic book called Utopia that gives all these like secrets about what's really happening in society, and it knows things ahead of time. And so this group of like comic book dorks become sleuths 
trying to figure out what the comic book means and solve this almost like puzzle. It's like conspiracy theory. And all these weird things start happening. And it is awesome. I liked it so much. My only thing that, because I was like, I went and looked at the reviews and there were no audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, only like critic reviews. And they were like, not great. It was only like 60%, like 58% positive. And I thought, what the hell? I go, how can they, what am I missing that these people don't like? And you know what it is, is the show from almost every critic that didn't like it was saying that the show's too timely. Because it, say you're at home and you're wanting to get away from the real world and you just want to be, you know, you don't want to think about COVID. You don't want to think about all this crap that's happening in our real world. Uh, I agree. Utopia won't be the show to give you any relief because <laughs> it's very intense. It's funny, though. It has real dark humor. But the main center around it is about a pandemic. And it's very similar to what's happening. And the weird thing, listen to this, Ren, because I, I think we did talk about this on air and you wondered if it happened before. Yes, the script for this was written before this pandemic and the show was a, a, a Euro import. So they filmed it with what? a different cast in Europe with this exact same plot. Oh, and so okay. there's so many things in the show. It makes it even creepier because there's so many things in the show that are happening today with our pandemic that are relatable to this show's pandemic and the show's pandemic is planned and provided by real humans. They made this happen, which makes you question everything. Mm. You said that the show ended. So it's our pandemic going to end. I got to well, watch the show, the show and find out. <laughs> the show ended, but there's going to be season two. I was concerned that there wouldn't be a season two because of the low reviews, but I just read today that they are in fact making season two, which you is know awesome. what? You know why there's low reviews? Because they didn't even advertise it, dude. Like, I didn't even know what it was. Like, where the hell did I see any ads for it? Or, you know? I know. I, and I don't know why. Because it has a really generic kind of dumb name, like Utopia. Like, uh, yeah. you know, but it's so good. I highly recommend it. I give it nine, nine nuts. Uh, it's my favorite show on Amazon Prime, excluding The Boys, which is clearly the best. Yeah, well, everything it's without The Boys. You know, the Boys is like on its own. Yeah, it, it, so um, there's this character on there that's, I won't tell you if he's the good guy or the bad guy, but he has this phrase that he always says to everybody. And he has this, I think they try to make you think he's the bad guy by making him kind of creepy. And he always says, what have you done to earn your place in the crowded world? And he says that to everybody. And so he has this, like all these people that work for him. And he's always like, what have you done to earn your place in this crowded world? And they'll like, like, he sits around the table with his kids and he asks them and they make them all say like, today I did this and it helped this crowded world. Today I did this and it helped this crowded world. And that phrase is really important to remember as you're watching the show of how this guy's mentality is just by the fact that he wants to know what have you done to earn your place in this crowded world? It sounds like he's making a, a checklist, you know, are you yeah. worthy of staying? Nope. Absolutely. Get out right. of here. So, um, it's it's good i really recommend it so if anybody's was like i don't know what that is or if you're worried about being like too pandemic-y it's so fun there's so many twists and turns and it takes so many misdirections you're not expecting things i haven't seen in shows like this before it feels almost like a comic booky type show but there's even though it's based on a comic book it's not fantasy it's conspiracy right so these are all real people having real things happen to them the amazon should uh let you buy the comic book too Oh man, if you could buy that comic book, I would buy a copy of it because it's pretty neat, especially if it had all the clues in it because they study it with like magnifying glasses and rip it apart and assemble it in different ways to find all these clues that have been drawn into it because it's basically like a roadmap 
to them solving this mystery. Yes, they should. That's a missed opportunity right there, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they will. I don't know. They are they originally a book company, so it makes sense that they could sell you know a comic book. But yeah, I dig it. But it's still not as good as the boys. And speaking of the boys, you know, there's only one episode left. By the time we come on next, we'll be able to talk about the season finale. Yeah. But I've been really enjoying the season. It's been a little, for me, a little slower. Like if I was going to rate season one to season two, I like season one better still. But I've enjoyed, I, I really like Stormfront. I think is a cool new character. And I like where the plot's going. And then this last episode had such a crazy ending that I, I'm, I'm pumped for the season finale. What, what, are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, it gave me red wedding vibe vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. So if anybody watches Game of Thrones, when they hear the red wedding, they're like, holy crap, I got to watch this episode now. Yeah, it gave me that type of vibe. Like, holy shit. <laughs> well, the fact about it is, without giving anything away, something happens that both sides seem surprised about. Like, nobody knows why it's happening. And that's yeah. that's that's fun. Yeah, because throughout the show, we know, you know, the the boys which is like the human side right and then we have the superheroes we're kind of going along the the, yeah all the, the we're going to go along that line where there's side a and side b and all of a sudden they introduce like side c which nobody knows who it is like who is that so it's like yeah because you're like they build you up to think this is the new baddie you know Stormfront's kind of being made the new big baddie and then all of a sudden something else happens you're like wait did she, did she do that i've never seen this before yeah it's crazy well, for me that show has so many questions, you know, like that I want to answer. Like, what the hell is Stormfront's powers? Like, what is she, what can she do? You know, and she's the we learned she, you know, spoiler alert, she's the original soup, like, she's the yeah, very first one they've she, ever made. Yeah, yeah. And so, is does she have like um healing power? Is that why she never aged? Or you know, she she got a beam in the in the boobs, nothing happened. Yeah, is she invincible? I mean. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, The Boys is great. I can't wait for the season finale. And since when the Starlight was, like, super strong, like, she couldn't, um, like, superhuman strength. They just never showed us that. So, I mean, maybe they assume that we don't have to worry about thinking that it can't happen. Because, like, is it part of the seven where they're invulnerable or something? Or what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe all of them are uh, invulnerable. That's a hard word. I can't say it. I'm not even going to try. No, I try to say it really fast. So you get Invulnerable. Like a black noir, you know, who never dies. What does he, what does he do? He has Wolverine or something, you know? The way, though, the way that they took down black noir was hilarious. I was cracking. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so genius. They foreshadowed it, too, man. They did? Tell me yeah. how. Remember when um, he was trying to find Butch, and then he okay, was sitting next to like the 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 Indian girl on the computer, and oh, she yeah. was she was eating it, and he like threw it away. That's right. I did not remember that. That's yeah. good. Good. Yeah. Good eyes. I only I remember because I I hate that that candy bar. <laughs> I me too. And it's not my favorite. Gross. It's like fake coconut in there. Ugh. Gross. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. So also, though, on Amazon Prime, I saw a trailer for a brand new movie based on a movie we all know and love from back in the day. You see they're making a sequel to Borat? No way. I, I, yes. saw, I saw like a lot of like marketing him wearing yeah. like the, the mask on his you know, junk. 
<laughs> yep, yep. So they're making a Borat movie, and it's called The Borat Subsequent Movie Film, Delivery of the Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. That's the real title of the whole movie. And that thing debuts on October 23rd. I mean, I'm curious to see if it's going to be as funny because part of what made Borat funny the first time is because nobody knew that he was playing Borat. And so those who haven't seen the Borat movie, basically the concept is it's a scripted film, but they roll in and they harass uh, real people that don't know that this guy is pretending to be this character. They think it's real. Yeah. And so he kind of tricks people along the way. And I think that they still somehow pull that off to some degree in this movie. Yeah, I saw a clip. I'm not sure it's real, but he like um, he did it to Mike Pence. Yes, yeah, that was in the that's in the trailer where yeah. he rolls in and goes, Mike, Mike, a penis. I have your girlfriend. <laughs> it's so funny. So I'll probably watch it just because you know why not? It looks silly to me. Oh, you know what? Um, it's funny. One of a person that I know. Yeah. Um, they just found out that. You could watch Amazon Video because you have Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, of course. I told him about the boys and that he hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't have an Amazon Video. And turns out he finally found out that his wife has Amazon Prime, and yeah. he he thought that video was another add-on to Prime. I was like, Whoa. oh, nice. Well, it's so, a bonus for him. Yeah. So people out there, if you, if you want to watch Amazon Video, it's included with your Prime. Yeah, if just yeah, so you know, no, we're not paying for this. I I don't even count it as part of my streaming because I would pay for Amazon Prime just for the free shipping. Right. I mean, it's a hundred bucks, right? So I'd yeah. pay for it anyways. And so the fact that you get all this television and movies too, it's like, yeah, if you're not taking advantage of that, you're missing out. Yeah, I think if you didn't know, you would you would think like he did, where it's like an extra fee, but it's yeah, not. In fact, Amazon like today's Thursday. We're recording it on Thursday. Uh, Amazon is playing the Thursday night NFL game, so they're doing that again. So. Say you don't have anything else and you just want to at least catch one game a week, uh, Amazon's putting on the Thursday game, so you can watch it there. Nice. Um, over on Disney+, Plus, you know, they haven't really been doing much with new shows because they really got hit hard, I think, by COVID. But they have been releasing lots of new noise. And so uh, they've been talking about doing Ms. Marvel and they finally cast the actress. Remember, we had a whole thing where we were trying to like pick actresses. Well, that was all for yeah. not because they picked a brand new uh, young lady, uh, complete no name. No one's ever heard of her. I tried to look her up. She hasn't done squat really. I mean, some real minor stuff. Um, the biggest news on her was that she had wrote somewhere in a bio that she wanted to grow up to be Tony Stark. So she's at least a Marvel fan. She looks the part though. Her yeah. name is Iman Vellani. And she's of Markham, Ontario. She's a Canadian. Who doesn't love Canadians? Oh, love yeah. Canadians on uh, Audionauts. You know it's going to be good then. Right. Um, so, yeah, she's joined the MCU as Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan? I don't know. As Miss Marvel. So, uh, something to look forward to. They finally cast the part. And uh, I'm down. I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm glad they did that too. You know, we always promote that they should cast people that we, not, we don't know. And that way we could grow with them as their character. Yeah, they fully encompass the role. I yeah. think that makes it makes a difference. So um, they announced that. So they announced the Marvel news, and then they had some Star Wars news because you know it seems like all Disney does right now is announce things that may happen eventually. Yeah, just hype hype people up. Yeah, they're a hype release. machine. There's no better hype machine than Disney. Hype beast. So they uh, Disney announced that uh, guess what? They're not going to be done with Alden Enrich's young Han Solo after all. 
You're like, oh, just the one movie, that's it? Because it didn't get good reviews. Turns out it's being reported that the studio wants uh, Alden to appear in multiple Star Wars Disney Plus series. So we'd already heard and we've talked about in the past that there was going to be a Lando Calrissian series. Mm. I would imagine he'll show up on that because they were trying to get Donald Glover to star in that. It's like a limited series. Um, but it doesn't sound like they want to give him his own show, but they want him to be in all the other ones. So they'll drag him through all the other shows. So, I mean, would you lose your mind if he showed up in The Mandalorian unannounced? Uh, I don't, I can't see it because it's like older, older him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. Because he would have to be older. Because we show up in the Obi-Wan one with young Obi-Wan. Yeah. Maybe they crossed paths and never realized it. Yeah. I can see that. But other than that, I don't I don't really see him like elsewhere. So well then they t- so we got the Lando. He could show up in Lando. He could show up in um Obi-Wan and then was there I think there was another one. They, I think didn't, wasn't there a Cassian Andor one coming out? Oh yeah. So maybe the, he could be in that. So or, I don't know. Or like a lot of flashbacks. Like yeah, that's true. Like flashbacks. <laughs> he was so just, there you go. He was just contracted. They needed to like fill some spots. Uh, how about this one? Yeah, and they're good. like, we gotta use them up so we don't have to make another one of these movies. I thought Solo I was, was good. That. Like I did too, and I wanted to see what was gonna happen with uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, man, I swear, Ryan Johnson ruined The Last Jedi and Solo. Yep, agreed. He's the worst. Um, over on YouTube TV, uh, I, I call it YouTube TV, and really just TV. If you have Comedy Central, they just put out South Park Pandemic Special. And I just finished this bad boy. I hadn't watched South Park in forever because uh, it's been on since the dawn of time. I think it was like eight when it came out it's like been on in like a hundred thousand years still going <laughs> and still going strong apparently and i said i gotta watch this that'll be fun and it is so funny so even if you're not a south park fan i highly recommend everybody go find the south park pandemic special and watch it because i needed that laugh i laugh from start to finish and they do such a good job of making fun of pretty much everything we're going through without us feeling bad about it is it too timely <laughs> No, because it's so silly. I mean, it's it's just untimely. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, I enjoyed it. On uh, our Tasty Trailers, I got a handful of Tasty Trailers. The Tasty Trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, the first one being for a new movie coming out exclusively. It was originally supposed to be a theater movie. And COVID. So now it's coming out on October 22nd. It's called The Witches. And The Witches looks like a kid's movie. So this is probably for the, the 12 and under group and then the parents of the 12 and unders. But uh, I guess it's based on um, a writer named Dahl who also wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach. I mean, so that, that makes me a little excited because even though those are all kids' movies, I enjoyed all of those personally. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so um, yeah, he, he, he – it says here that Dahl went on to write some of the best-loved children's stories of the 20th century, such as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, Witches, and the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, and the BFG as well. So this, this bro has written everything that's been a, a pretty decent movie. So The Witches was supposed to be a big-time movie theater movie, and it's coming straight to um, the EOD? HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Max? Yeah, Max. 
nice. So HBO Max is giving it to you. So if you have the Max, you don't have to buy it. And it looks looks okay. I'll probably watch it with my kid. It's the one with Anne Hathaway, right? Yes, Anne Hathaway. Correct. Yeah. She's one of the witches. She looks very much like uh, um, what's the mean dog lady, Cruella Deville. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's looking very Cruella Deville. So uh, a day later, another movie premieres on Hulu. Hulu. So for all our horror friends, because we've talked about how Hulu likes to give us all our, our spooktober viewing options, they have what looks to be the dumbest yet hilarious, Ooh. scary, I'm going to do it in air quotes even though you can't see it, scary movie called Bad Hair. And I forgot I was supposed to send you all these trailers ahead of time. I got busy. I never did. But <laughs> you're going to hear those, the synopsis all on your own. So Bad Hair, Bad Hair looks like... Um, like a Medea's like scary movie type movie. So um, this woman, I think it's set in the eighties or the nineties and she gets a job, a young African American lady and they don't like her hair. They're like, everybody's giving her a hard time about her hair. So they recommend that she goes and gets a weave and she's never had a weave before. And so she goes to this place and this lady, like, I don't know if she's like voodoo or what the hell's going on, but she like weaves in like some dead person's hair into her hair and it looks fantastic. Everybody's like, oh, we love your new haircut. But what she doesn't realize is that she doesn't control the hair. And it's like, I think the line is something like, does she control the hair or does the hair control her? And I swear to you, no lie, dead ass. The hair comes flying off her head and grabs people and starts ripping them apart. Out of her head? So it stays on her head. And it appears to me as the trailer progresses that the hair starts to make her actually evil. Or maybe she's just sick of people and decides to go evil. Because at the very last scene of the trailer, she's like getting in an elevator. And these two women are like talking trash to her. And her hair comes flying out like I don't know, ropes, like, grabs them and rips them into the, the elevator. And then ooh. it's like bad hair. It's like animating. <laughs> it's so stupid. So I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. The acting looks terrible. Everything about it looks kind of stupid. But because it's so such a dorky concept, I might actually have to give it a shot. It's like if like her hair was venom. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's very similar to that. Yeah. Bad hair. Um, bad hair. Bad hair. <laughs> So um, I saw another one. It's not, it's not really a, a trailer as much as it is a teaser. So the, it doesn't even matter that you didn't see it because the teaser is all of like 10 or 15 seconds. But they put out a teaser for Monster Hunter with Mila Jolovich. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and that comes out in December. And it's her basically running around with a huge-ass sword and this like trimmer's monster coming out of the ground. It looked Honestly, it kind of looked like something from um, – uh, Pacific Rim. It looked like a Pacific Rim type monster to me. Wait, so do you know anything about Monster Hunter? No, I know. I know it's based on the video game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what, t- you tell me. So my understanding is she lives in some sort of normal world, but somehow gets transported to this weird monster world or something. Well, in the game, it's we're all in that world. Yeah. I'm not sure if like uh, the very beginnings like that, but in the game, you basically just you're just immersed in that world. So you've played this game. Yeah, I, I have it. Is it good? Uh, it's it's pretty good, but a lot of farming because basically <laughs> uh, you have to like team up with your you know your friends to go fight this big ass monster. Yeah, and then once you beat it, it gives you loot, and you can uh, 
use that loot to like create armor or stuff like that. So if you know that Diablo looking fool in that that one, if you want like yeah. his his armor set, then you have to go kill him like multiple times just to like make you know uh, breastplate arms oh, okay. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I mean they're making a movie out of it. I don't know how good an actress Mila is, but she's always in those kind of movies. She's Resident like, Evil, man. Yeah, she must have got like typecast into video game movies or something. Well, the the the, the premise of that the whole game is just. Uh, you go hunt monsters. <laughs> yeah. It's curious to see how they'll get enough plot out of that. But then we need to remember they made an entire movie out of Battleship, which yeah. is a board game where you go, oh, you sunk my Battleship. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. So my next trailer is looks looks okay, but I'm kind of irritated because I, I, I had this concept and you can vouch for me that I came up with this idea before this movie. So this was a movie that is the fully 3D animated, computer-generated type movie. Um, and it stars Nathan Fillion, Rosario Dawson, James Mardson, Thomas Middleditch, Craig Robinson, Bobcat Goldwith, and Rob Riggle, more. I mean, all sorts of great comedians is the, the names or the voices. And it's called Henchmen. Oh. It's, about a guy, <laughs> it's about a guy that decides all his heroes i'm gonna become a henchman and he goes to henchman school to learn how to be a henchman this was my idea someone stole my idea yeah it's true i am i remember that yeah so i came up with this idea a while ago so anyway somebody stole my idea and they owe me money but they've made this henchman movie and it's a little bit different than my concept my concept was a little bit different but uh, in this version, a young man becomes a henchman because he wants to fight against the superheroes. And in the end, though, he realizes he's more of a goody two-shoes than he thinks. And another supervillain decides to come to this area where all the henchmen are training. It's like henchman school. And he's going to kill everybody, all the henchmen. And then he's going to kill all the soup. So he's the only one. So he doesn't have to worry about someone else, a new bad guy taking his spot. Right. So this is a bad guy attacking other bad guys. And somehow this henchman character ends up being a superhero and so he ends up fighting it off and it looks it looks cute it's a cute anime movie it's kind of like i'd say the animation style is similar to like big hero six is kind of what it looked like but uh, i'm like how is it we've never heard of this movie and it's available right now on vod i'm like i never even VOD? yeah vod you know me um it was made in canada it's a canadian movie oh then you know it's good yeah so it was uh, made for canadian television but now if you want to watch it, it's only six ninety nine. It's one of the cheaper VODs out there. Oh. So if you're ever bored with the kids at home one day, people can just jump on there and watch that movie. I remember for the records, that way there's proof. Your idea of the henchman yeah. was like a happy accident throughout. And he just kind of like stumbles his way to the top. Yeah, my concept... Accident. Yeah, <laughs> my concept was he becomes a henchman and all the henchmen always get killed. And then he somehow manages to never die. So he just keeps going on because yeah. like his the villain that he would serve would get caught, killed or caught. And he just go on to the next one and everybody else keep dying. But somehow he would always make it out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different concept, but that was totally the name that I was going to give the movie. So yeah. I, I have to come up with a new name. You even you even like thought of like um, actors to play 
Yeah, right. yeah I was gonna because I, I wanted to do Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds being against each other. Like they both started off as henchmen, and the Chris Pratt character just stumbled his way through becoming the most successful henchman ever. Whereas Ryan Reynolds quit and became a good guy, and they ended up battling at the end, even though they were buddies at one point. Because I thought it'd be so funny. Man, you're too man crush going at it. Oh, that's probably why I did that. I'm like, yeah. Yes, bros, bros forever. So there you go. Those are all my tasty trailers for the episode. Um, we're going to take a quick break on the flip side of the break. We're going to jump into the news jacuz. Uh, I got some Avatar news. I got some Peter Pan news, more Amazon news. I got some crazy news. I got to ask you if you would eat cake when you go to Subway. All right, would you be excited about that? I don't know. And I got some Spider-Man news. And then I got some local news to end the, end the cast with uh, some crazy magic mushroom fun. So we'll see y'all on the flippity flip. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit Visualantidesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. Welcome back, everybody. Let's dip our toes in the news jacuzzi. All right. So my first story is uh, about Avatar. Um, you know, they've been talking about these Avatar movies for about a thousand years since they made the first one. Anyway, they made theme parks and everything. Well, Last Airbender? To- not that avatar oh. the little blue nojis or whatever they're called avatar okay. you know, the james cameron avatar that's owned by disney now um so yeah they've actually finished filming avatar 2 and and they're 95 percent done with avatar 3 movies yes movies so james cameron came out and said he wants to make like six of these things and he thinks they're going to be a bajillion dollars each. And I'm just, I'm not so sure. Cause like I always, I, I don't know how he does it. There's something about James Cameron where people will go spend all their money. Cause he has like, literally James Cameron has made the two highest profitable move, movies of all time. One guy. Titanic and what? Titanic and Avatar. Avatar. Number one yeah. and number two. Here's my hot take, dude. I thought okay. Avatar was very, very mediocre. You know why? Because it's a ripoff. A Pocahontas, right? No. Avatar oh. is a ripoff of what is that movie? Uh, Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Avatar is a, a word for word ripoff of Fern Gully. That's all it is. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I was like, man, this is Pocahontas, dude. Everybody was so excited about it because of the special effects. But I feel like the special effects now are so much better that nothing Avatar did seems that special. And, you know, everybody's like, it was real gimmicky to go see it in like an IMAX movie and do all yeah. those things. And, I am really curious to see if these are going to hold people's attention now. Like the times are different, but I could be wrong. Every time this guy makes a movie, he makes a gajillion dollars. Yeah. I think he's really good at like taking advantage of the time that he's in, you know? Yeah. At, at that time, IMAX, you know, what it says, you know, you make this like cool 3D movie. Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah. Nothing I've ever seen before. Titanic. Big ass ship. PG-13 boobs. Let's go. You know? <laughs> there you go so if everybody's i mean if you dig that uh, avatar which i thought was a very mediocre really long movie 
Uh, part two is done and three is almost done. So something to look forward to for those Avatar fanboys. The next story has to do with Peter Pan and Wendy. So of course, you know, there's never enough Peter Pan movies. They seem I to know. make a Peter Pan movie like every single year. Um, this one, uh, Peter Pan is uh, a brand new movie starring Jude Law as Captain Hook and Yara Sh- Shahida as Tinkerbell. So the internet, the Twitters, of course, went all like badass over it because they're upset that they cast Yara as Tinkerbell because Yara is a young, beautiful African-American woman. And the fans out there will know her from Blackish. She was the oldest daughter on Blackish. She went on to be the star of Grownish. I think she's a great actress. And I think that honestly, I think she'll be a great Tinkerbell. I don't know why everybody's so worried about it. Tinkerbell needs to be white, like Julia Roberts. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, it's got to look like the character. I'm like, it's a cartoon. That, it's a little fairy that flies around. If she's a little tiny with wings and a green dress, she's Tinkerbell. That's all it takes. Like for me, I just want people or producers, whatever, to hire good actors and actresses, you know, and just yeah. play the part well. Who cares about race or sex or whatever? Yeah. Be I character. think she's a great actor. I think Jude Law is a good actor. You know, that Gronus show, though, is killing it. So I don't know if anybody watches this show. Uh, my family and I watch it. It's on uh, the Disney Freeform channel, which is kind of weird. But on Freeform, they play Gronish, which is a, um, a spinoff of Blackish, and it's her going to college. But so she ends up becoming Tinkerbell in this big Disney movie. And her co star, Halle Bailey, becomes the Little Mermaid. She's the new Little Mermaid. Oh, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting to think that this silly little cable show is turning out what's going to be probably mega movies with two of their stars. Well, they're mad at that too. Ariel yeah. should be white. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. how dare you put black people in movies with characters I know and love. Yeah, just people are dicks. <laughs> what can you do? So my next story, though, has to do with Amazon. We talked about Amazon last week a little bit with their announcements of the the ring type stuff so yeah. their new announcement is amazon themselves is going to get into palm reading and like oh does that mean they're going to tell me my future future no so amazon has actually making it so you could pay for things with your palm turns out that your palm has more unique uh, identity than a thumbprint or an eye print and so all the Amazon stores, I don't know if you guys out there listening have them around you. We have one in our big mall. Um, it's like, uh, I think it's called Amazon Books is what they call it, even though they sell all sorts of stuff inside of it. It's in the middle yeah. of the mall and they sell basically all their Amazon electronics. They sell, you know, rings. They sell all sorts of random crap. But they're going to retrofit all the Amazons that you go in one time, you sign up, and they scan your palm, and your palm becomes your identity at Amazon. You can roll in there, take whatever the hell you want, scan, and just scan your hand, and it counts as your payment. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. So I'm sure the conspiracy theorists will be like, I'm not sharing my palm. But they said what's good about it is, unlike a face thing, they, they don't see you because you can hold up any two palms and you can't tell who the hell it is. But the, the imprint on it, it's enough that they you can distinguish your bank account or your PayPal, wherever you have associated to it. They should like call up Disney. Hey, Disney, you want to partner up? We're going to use the force to pay. Oh, yeah. I know you're like, <laughs> because Amazon's been messing around with this kind of stuff for a bit. In Seattle, they had that uh, 
grocery store that they put together. It was yeah. like a Whole Foods mini and you could just walk in and walk out with stuff. And it would, if you had your phone on you or something, it would know and just automatically charge you. So they've been kind of, they're trying to figure out how to make it even easier. And I think that in today's day and age where people are really weird about touching things, we're all kind of, you know, hand sanitizing all the time and nobody wants to touch anything. The fact yeah. that you can just like wave your hand over something and pay for it is pretty cool. You'd be like, these are the books I've been looking for. Mm, done. <laughs> yeah, I, and that, I feel bad for those poor Amazon employees that are going to get all those dumb jokes. So that could almost be a futures now type category thing. And I think it takes place next year. I think they're starting it up next year. So don't be shocked when you go visit your local Amazon store in the mall and they just use your palm to pay. What if you're shy with your like small hands? I don't want to use it. <laughs> like Trump rolls in there. And he's like, no, <laughs> too small of hands. So anyways, my next story, let me ask you this, Mr. Wren. Uh, would you be excited if uh, Subway started serving cake? No. Sounds gross, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? You've already been eating cake. What? Every- yes. Can you believe it? So um, turns out, this is going to blow everybody's mind, because when I heard this story, I thought to myself, I'm never having Subway again. Secure ingredient? All six. Of the company's bread options, Italian, white bread, Italian herbs and cheese, the nine-grain wheat. Remember, nine-grain yeah. wheat, that's got to be healthy for you, right? Yeah, the nine it says grains. nine grains. It says wheat. <laughs> the hearty Italian, the multi-seed, honey, all that crap has been deemed too sugary by the court to qualify as bread. What? It's essentially cake. So Subway, the reason they, they were able to make their bread taste so damn good is because it has such an extreme sugar content in it that it's not even considered bread legally. How the hell did Jared lose all that weight then? <laughs> that's what I was wondering. As a keto guido over here yeah. who doesn't eat sugar or carbs, that's like a no, you know, non-starter for me. And so, yeah, you got to wonder how Jared lost any weight if all he was eating was sugary bread the whole time. Man, secret ingredient, man. Yeah, so everybody, and that's the thing I've learned when I got keto is they add sugar to a lot of things. Like for those who are trying keto and they think they look at Starbucks, Starbucks serves egg bites and egg bites are a perfect keto breakfast, except for if you get them at Starbucks because they put sugar in their egg bites. Zero reason for it. All I can assume is A, it must be preserving it to some degree. And B, it's making it addictive. You know, whether we want to admit it or not, we're all addicted a little bit to sugar. Yeah, dude. Sugar's a so, crack, man. Keeps you coming yeah, back. Yeah, everybody, keep that in mind next time you go to Subway that uh, not only are you getting yourself a boatload of carbs, you're getting a bunch of sugar that you had no idea about. A bunch of people should get together and every time you go to uh, Subway, just sing happy birthday. <laughs> be like, uh, what kind of bread would you like, sir? I'd like the wedding cake bread. Uh, sir, we don't have wedding cake. I'll have the Italian herbs and cheesecake. <laughs> oh, cakes. <laughs> Just keep saying cake until the poor, like, 16-year-old minimum wage employee loses their mind. Is this, like, talking about, is this like national news that everybody knows? Is this, like... It was I'm, real news. So um, it wasn't in the... Okay, let me clarify a little bit. Uh, when I say that it was uh, deemed by the court to be too sugary, it wasn't deemed by the American courts. Because American courts are full of fat people. It was deemed by the um, European courts. So Europe has said, hey, man, Subway, you can serve this bread, but you need to make sure you tell everybody that it's not bread. We don't, you can't call it bread. And so right. if you were to visit a Subway overseas, uh, they can't call it bread. 
I've been eating bread my whole life. I mean, cake my whole life. Yeah. So um, there you go. Uh, my next news story has to do with something real exciting about that. I think we've, I think we've kind of sorted this out in previous podcasts, but it seems even more so than ever that Spider-Man three is absolutely a multiverse. Oh yeah. It yeah, is, we've, been, we've been talking about it. We talked about it. Remember we found that one thing on Letterboxd where they basically told us it was a show. Whoever made that was on it. They knew. So uh, it's been announced that Jamie Foxx is in fact going to reprise his role as Electro in Spider-Man 3. And not only that, uh, Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3, which also, by the way, was in that letterbox. That letterbox knew somehow. So if we remember from our much way ago story, we said that uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to be in this next Spider-Man movie too. So I think they're going full multiverse on us. Yeah, because they're saying that um, WandaVision's going to start it. Yep. Yeah, and then, you know, it's going to include, you know, Doctor Strange, and now that Doctor Strange is connected to freaking Spider-Man, let's go. It's so good. And I think that Spider-Man's kind of going to take on that mentor role with uh, little Peter Parker there because that was uh, uh, Tony Stark's part, and now that he's gone, you get to have a Doctor Strange role in and kind of help mentor him and maybe explain what the hell's going on, you know? Because I think I think they we didn't realize it at the time, but I think they were teasing us about this whole Spider Verse thing. Maybe Mysterio helps have something happen because the fact that we got the same Jonah Jameson that was in the Toby Maguire one, yeah, this other Spider Man movie, and then we see him again. We're like, okay, hold on, we've gone full circle. What's happening? It's all connected. Yeah, so. I think that's something to be super excited about because the thing about the multiverse, if they bring that into the Marvel stuff, is that gives them so many possibilities. You want to introduce X-Men and keep some of the actors but have new ones? Why not? You sure can. One of them came from this universe. The other one came up from a different one. You wanted the Fantastic Four? Go for it. You know, it, it makes it so easy for them to introduce all these characters. Yeah, because we know it's multiverse because Doctor Strange movie is called Multiverse of Madness. So yes, it's, it's a multiverse. in the title. Yeah. So I think that uh, there needs to be little to any more like I think it might be. I think we know. So uh, yeah, the multiverse is coming. And I think it's going to really define phase four because we thought, wow, how are they going to get better than what they did in the last three phases? And I think this is it. This is going to be awesome. I want to see Captain America pointing to uh, Human Torch. Uh, Spider-Man meme. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Someone should make that. Someone can go out there and make that right now. What if like you're, you're saying that um, Doctor Strange is training Peter as, you know, uh, as mentor? Yeah. What if Peter becomes the leader of the Young Avengers? Because he's be still dope. young too. Yeah, right? no, that would be dope. So um, I don't know if that could happen because of the whole Sony Marvel deal. Because they're two different companies that own those characters. But if they could, because they've been working out, they've been sharing basically the profit. So if they can continue to profit share, I'm sure both people would make money from that. Yeah. Just keep keep profit sharing, please. It makes sense for the Young Avengers because Spider Man's a name and nobody knows who the hell the Young Avengers are. Yeah. And he's still young. Yeah. <laughs> he's super young. Yeah. High so, school. yeah. I'm, I'm totally down for that. In my final story of our fantastic podcast uh, is a little local news. So I'm sure as everybody is well aware, it's almost time to vote. Uh, you need to get out there and you need to put your votes in. Everybody absolutely should vote. I'm not going to tell you which way to vote, but you got to vote. I mean, this is the most important voting I've, I think I've ever partook in. Now, here in Oregon, we always talk about how great Oregon is. 
And Oregon's famous for being very liberal, even though many of the states, uh, people that live here hate that, but it is. It's a very liberal state. In fact, we're one of the early states to legalize marijuana, uh, both medically and rec recreationally. So the, the next step has happened. On our ballots, because we got our, our little voters' pamphlets have been arriving in the mail, we get a vote this year for um, magic mushrooms, legalizing the mushroom. So uh, mushrooms, as anybody knows, are hallucinogenics. And you take the right mushroom, it makes you go all trip balls. And uh, they want to legalize it medically so anybody can get it. Because I guess I, I, I don't want to sound like a lame. I've never actually done mushrooms. And I might be a little too afraid to trip balls. But uh, they're legalizing it because I guess it helps with a lot of different uh, mental diseases and things yeah. like that. There's like a lot of benefits. There's too yeah, much benefits that, of it, you know? Yeah, and it's natural. So I, like I kind of, uh, I, my feeling towards it is why I'm probably not a magic mushroom kind of guy. I'm not even really a weed guy. I think that the I, I can't discount the benefits and it's all natural. It's like yeah. I get why cocaine and crack and meth and all this other crap is super bad and illegal because it's man-made junk that's just going to hurt you. But this other stuff is like the earth made this for you. It's like, here you go. You're supposed to enjoy it. I mean, it's the same argument when weed, they were trying to do that with weed. We were, yep. You were saying the same exact thing. It's the exact natural. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if in a year or so we have recreational magic mushrooms and all of a sudden all the mushroom stores start popping up everywhere. So um, how can we make money off of this? Hmm. Yeah. How do you get ahead of it? You have to see it. The key would be to be the mushroom farmer. So I'm assuming there must be a special way to grow these things. I have no idea, but uh, I'm not a mushroom guy, but I will be voting yes for medical magic mushrooms. I say, let's go. Why not? It doesn't hurt my feelings. Yeah, I think getting like a license to actually grow, it's so much work because you got to do like check the ground, check the air, get the right water and all that crap. So I don't know if it's yeah, even it's worth probably it. not easy at all, but I would imagine that they're probably worth a lot of money. So I, I have no idea how do you grow mushrooms, how you even know. I don't know which ones are the ones that taste good on you know your spaghetti versus the ones that make you run around thinking you can see colors or smell colors. You know, so it's like, who knows? Maybe they'll uh, start selling kits. Grow your own magic mushrooms in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's what happened here. So for those who don't live in Oregon, we can grow our own marijuana in our yards, up to four plants per household, as long as it's behind a fence and not you know, readily accessible to the youths. You know those plants that are like a freaking tree? Is that considered as one? Yeah, I think so. Like Belushi Farms posted a picture of one that was literally like the size of a second story house. And you're like, it was like nine, nine foot high or something like that. It's like, how did you grow one that big? What is this thing? And that's just one plant, right? Yeah, that's one plant. That'd be so yeah. funny. They came to check and you're like, yeah, you got four of those things. It's just like your entire backyard. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, if you want to trip balls, come to Oregon. We're apparently all about it. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's all I've got. Unless you got anything else you want to add before we, you know, wrap this bad boy up. We got to start attending like EDCs or something to uh, use the, sh oh. the, the shrooms. Yeah, exactly. You got to go to your electronic stuff and like, I've been missing that my whole life. I know. But yeah. Right. yeah and then that's it. That's it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. So everybody have a, fantastic time enjoyed the last episode of the boys we'll definitely be talking about that so make sure you're all caught up by the next episode and we will see you guys on the flippity flip bye
Mike, Mike, a penis. I have your girlfriend. <laughs>